Welcome to the Fin Nation podcast, where we wholeheartedly believe women entrepreneurs are leaders that rise together. Success does not have a definition. There are no secret strategies. Women entrepreneurs are rewriting history by defining success on their own terms. Hi, I'm your host, White Gannon, the down-to-earth chick with a different name. Each week, join me for inspiring stories and powerful interviews of women entrepreneurs sharing their lessons to success to help you take your business to the next level. Now, let's go for it. Welcome back, Fem Nation. I am excited to bring my guest and my friend, Jessica Marie, owner of J. Marie Skin Studios, to you today to rock the house because I know her story is going to. So thank you for coming on today, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Okay, so let's go with the main question of the hour. Where did your entrepreneurial journey begin? Oh, gosh, my entrepreneurial journey began when I was a young girl. I've always known that I wanted to run a business. Um, It helped that growing up, I was also super bossy. So I knew that I never really wanted to work for somebody else um, because I have a really hard time um, taking orders. So I knew that I wanted to be the person who made all the rules and um, I wanted to just do things my way. Um, So it ended up being both a blessing and a curse because it helped me, you know, take a deep dive into what it would look like to, you know, run my own business. Nice. So tell me what struggles you overcame inside of your business as you grew it from the ground up learning along the way. So some of the struggles that I've had, um, you know, in my business, uh, you know, there's, certainly a lot of lessons that you learn as a business owner from the school of hard knocks, you know, so I maybe misspend my advertising dollars on, on campaigns that um, sounded really great, um, but maybe wasn't necessarily my target market. I also, you know, made some business moves, you know, by a handshake versus a written contract. Mm-hmm because where I come from, that's how we did business. Um, And I learned that that's not really how people do business in the real world, right? So, you know, some of those things um, ended up costing me a lot of money. Like, you know, when I put an ad in a paper and my target market doesn't really read the newspaper, um, when I agreed to, you know, terms of a lease agreement um, that didn't allow me to do some of my services in in that facility ended up, you know, costing me a lot of money, you know, in the long run, but, you know, I've taken the lesson and I'm really grateful for it because I guarantee you, I won't make that mistake again. Um, Some of the challenges too, you know, it's really been hard for me and it's still something that I'm working on is just balancing my work and my life, my home life, you know, because when you're excited about a business, it's very easy for that to become your passion project and you tend to give all of your focus and your energy to, you know, your business. And um, that means that somebody else is having to sacrifice their time with you, whether it be your family or your friends. So that's something that I'm still working on and it's been a struggle for me, um, but I know that it's important to find some balance. So I continue to push towards finding that balance. Mm. In balance, balance, definitely, but balance is individual as well. 
So absolutely, everybody gets to determine what that balance is for them. There's no cookie cutter opportunity to say, this is the balance for you. Exactly, um, exactly. So how did you shift, how did you learn to shift into viewing a mistake as an opportunity for growth? Oh gosh, okay, so this started when I was also really young. Um, so I just recently came out and told my story about how I had my daughter when I was 14 years old. And for the longest time, everybody, you know, the odds were stacked against me, no doubt. Um, everybody had this, you know, idea that I would amount to nothing. I was going to fail. I was going to be on the system. I've, you know, ruined my life. And in that moment, I knew that I had to, yes, I made a mistake. And yes, I'm human. And um, it wasn't the ideal situation. Um, but I knew that I couldn't allow that to define me and the rest of my life. And I knew that I couldn't allow that mistake to ruin me, essentially. So even at 14, I knew that I had to take, you know, the situation that I had created for myself, and I needed to make that my story and my opportunity to become everything that everybody said that I couldn't. So I, um, you know, I then graduated school early, and I got my GED early, um, before all my my friends graduated high school. I went to college early on, um, even while, you know, a lot of my friends were still in high school. Um, I also worked two jobs and I went to school full time. And so I knew that that, um, you know, mistake that I had made, it created these opportunities for me um, to be able to start my career a little bit earlier and to be able to find out earlier that, you know what, I don't want to work for someone. I want to work for myself. And I was able to, you know, go through those, um, face those challenges and find out that information early on in, in life versus where a lot of my friends were still barely trying to get out of high school and they hadn't quite had to learn that lesson just yet. Mm -hmm. And of course, that um, that amazing opportunity, you know, is obviously one of your children. So obviously, right. it wasn't. Right. It's just a timing, maybe, but the lesson learned and the beautiful gift you got from that struggle. Absolutely. And my um, daughter now is actually following in my footsteps. She just graduated from esthetician school not very long ago. And we are looking to open up a practice where she lives out in Georgia. So, you know, that that little hiccup, um, which was a big hiccup at the time, and it certainly was my biggest challenge, not only in business, but in life, ended up becoming my saving grace and my reason to do better and my motivation motivation and, you know, my reason to not give up. Right. Right. Cause you had something that you also needed to care for and figure out for you and for her at the time. Right. How do you, how do you define success? I defined success by, I define success by having balance in your life. Um, you know, for me, it's not just, running a successful company and enjoying the people that I work with and, you know, giving a mean facial or, you know, doing a mean Botox injection. For me, it's kind of having everything mastered and everything kind of 
just working in perfect harmony where, you know, I do come home and I can put away my work and just enjoy my family and live in the moment versus, you know, living and trying to devise another plan. You know, um, sometimes I think we get carried away with trying to over plan and over, you know, uh, analyze situations and, you know, onto the next, I want to do it bigger and better the next time. And for me, I feel the best and I feel the most successful when my entire life is, you know, in harmony. Um, my home life is good. My self-care is good. My business is running efficiently. My friendships um, and my friends recharge me and they refuel me. So to me, that's what success is. Mm. A whole picture. A whole picture. Yeah. <laughs> just yes, like I the services. Just as like the services you provide. The whole yes. picture. You. <laughs> yeah. Everything. So much of what you give and what you do for your business is how you want to live too. So I love that. What was one decision in your business that pivoted your business at a particular time into how it's grown to what it is today? Um, for me, uh, what I found that really helped me take my business to the next level was being more charitable, being more involved in my community. Um, when I started giving more, I started receiving more. Mm. And that really resonated with me because I just thought, you know what, had I had um, a better support system, had I had more resources growing up and being in my position, I could probably be even further than where I am right now. If I just had a, another female, another woman who just grabbed my hand and said, hey, you're doing a great job. Let me help you in the areas where maybe you need a little extra help or maybe you're not as educated. You know, so for me, I did a lot of things like I sponsored the charity gala for the Firehouse Art District, and we do free makeup applications for the gala. And then they go over to the photo booth, and you know, maybe someone's never had on eyelashes, and we put a little set on them, and they're feeling confident and they're feeling beautiful. Um, but then in turn, those organizations wanted to help support my business because I did something for them. Um, you know, we also do the same thing for like the Venus de Miles, it's a, one of the largest women's bike rides in the country, and they provide. Um, um, scholarships for minorities as a minority that's important to me because I think you know maybe if I would have had the support financially I might have been able to become a plastic surgeon versus just a an injector mm. you know so um, you know supporting those groups and in turn they share my name and my business because of what I do for them which has really helped catapult my business Mm -hmm. um, so just be more involved in the community. And I don't think that it's enough to say, you know, especially in this time, you know, my business is closed and support small business. It's not enough. You have to say my business is closed and I would like for you to spend that, you know, $20 buying a gift card for my facility, but I have to give you value. And so I go one step further to say, not only do I give a great facial, but I also do all of these things for the community, which in turn helps you and your neighbors. So that's why I want your business. So I feel like you have to add value to your community, not just do a great service in your, in your small arena. Mm -hmm. And I also think you have to give, you have to give back to other people who are doing 
or want to be doing what you are doing currently. So I do a lot of mentorships programs and I think that also helps establish myself as an expert in the industry um, versus, you know, where someone might say, oh, okay, well, I don't want to tell that spa what I'm doing because they'll take my ideas. For me, I say, hey, this is what I'm doing. It's really working for me. I don't care if you're a block away from me. You should try this because I have enough intelligence to know that I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea and neither is, you know, the people that you come across in your day-to-day -day life. It's okay to still support each other. There's plenty of business to go around. And, and what comes up when you're talking about that is true servant leadership, where you give with the intention of giving for the better good of everyone involved first, and then the reciprocity will naturally come back to you tenfold even. It's just when we get so stuck thinking that it's just a very singular transaction where I provide this, you pay me this, that is only going to be two-dimensional ever. And you want your business to be three-dimensional and you want to expand that, but you also want people to feel better about themselves in general so that then they can live a more authentic life. And you, by you giving that, it allows the growth of you and your business and the community and this bigger picture that we are called innately as humans to be a part of. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I truly believe that, you know, as I've built a tremendous business, I truly believe that that's not my story. You mm -hmm. know, that it's just an avenue for me to be able to do my true work, which is charity and giving back to my community and helping, you know, those people who might have been in my same situation. Um, you know, just if I can make it a little bit easier then all of the struggle that I've went through in business and in life does not have to be in vain. Hey, Fem Nation, I know you are called to lead something great. Are you wondering what the next best step is for you? I have a next best step. I invite you to walk with me through the Become Unstoppable Challenge. Join me on a 21-day journey to discover your inner leader. Find how to build your confident leading foundation to decide and move forward to your highest potential in business and life. After helping dozens of challengers take hold of their leadership, you will come away from this experience with a renewed sense of confidence in order to serve those who need to hear from you. As a valued listener, I'm inviting you to save 25% on the next 21-day challenge by using code FEM2020. That's F-E-M 2020. Check it out at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Again, that's www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Coupon code FEM2020. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Where does that grit you have come from? Oh, girl, girl, it was, it's in my blood. It's in my DNA. Um, <laughs> my grandmother was one of the, you know, she was one of the first like female presidents at the bank where she worked. Um, my other grandmother, she, you know, she does a lot of service in her community and she's in her eighties and still working. And so it's in my blood, but I also think that, you know, I was forced and I was forced, I had no choice. When you're 14 and you have a kid, you don't have a choice. You know, like I, I was very clear about, okay, I made a decision. This is my bed. Now I have to lie in it. And so, you know, I can, um, 
push forward or I can become a victim. And I decided to push forward. Um, it's really hard to raise a kid. I've never been on the system. So I had a kid at 14. I had two jobs and then I cut back one job so I can go to school full time. And it's really hard to do that. It requires a lot of your energy and it took a lot of blood, sweat and tears. But, you know, now moving forward and as adults, you know, my kids are married. They're off. I have grandbabies mm -hmm. and they're doing their own thing. Um, now I find that I just work in that space because it's how I've trained myself my entire life. So I, um, you know, when it's like, oh, your business is closed and now you can't do these things. For me, it was more business as usual. I'm going, okay, cool. How do I build an e-commerce site so that way I can sell online? How do I go online so I can do virtual consults online? How do I create value um, to my or bring value to my community and my client base. Oh, let me do a kitchen counter beauty series and launch that. So that way they can take care of themselves in, you know, in their homes. So for me, it was just business as usual. Let me pivot and Yeah, this is hard. And this is, you know, devastating for a lot of folks, but it really kind of just feels like business as usual for me. Now I need to just get creative and grow and pivot mm -hmm. and add to you know, with the, with the reemergence of being able to open those doors again on the brick and mortar side of it, you're going to be able to have now this secondary side of it that is even more community centric. Exactly. Exactly. Which is exactly what you want to do. You want, you right. want that. So, uh, and to facilitate that. So, um, tell, tell me, tell the audience, what is one tip, um, especially as estheticians that maybe are, would love to follow in your footsteps and go crush the world with what they bring to the table and how they desire to lead and uh, uh, teach their people. But entrepreneurs in general, women entrepreneurs in general, what is one tip that you would offer them in the entrepreneurial journey that you learned that was valuable to you? I would say for me, um, don't back down. Just don't back down. Um, you know, I oftentimes, I am definitely a bulldog. I speak my mind regardless of how other people might feel about my opinions or any type of people that I might offend. And again, it's another one of those things that's a blessing and a curse. But I have to stay true to myself as an individual and that does translate into my business you know people don't come in asking for discounts because they know that i'm there to do business you know and i tell them hey i'm not the walmart of skincare if that's what you're looking for you know go to this person or go somewhere else so i stand my ground and um always tell people what i think and I can do that respectfully and in a way that always comes from a place of mutual respect. Mm -hmm. But backing down because we're afraid that we might offend someone or burn that bridge or they may not like me or they may, you know, they won't refer to me if they think that I'm too aggressive or I might not get their business um, because I'm too opinionated. You know what? Those aren't my people anyway. Mm -hmm. Those are people I'm trying to attract anyhow. So it's a, be okay with letting that go and just stick to your true authentic self and speak your mind. Mm -hmm. 
And that goes, I mean, that spans so much for uh, women entrepreneurs because that's predominantly the audience here, but in entrepreneurship in general, and with the uptick of a lot of, um, I'm going to bring in the social media aspect of it. When mm-hmm. people are trying to talk about their business online, that they're trying to uh, make sure that they hedge themselves, that something may cause them to lose business where when they're not stepping true into who they are and they're backing down from who they are, they're actually not showing up powerfully for people to resonate with them as a leader that they need, you know, because we're leaders somehow. And what we do in our business is a catalyst for the leadership that somebody is looking for the service as well as our strength. Absolutely. Because I feel like if I can't confidently relay this information or, um, you know, go online and say, Hey, here's what I do. Here's what I know. And here's how I can help you. If I can't get that message out in a way that, you know, is confident and that people want to listen to me, then they're never going to want to take that next step to go, okay, I, I want to give you my dollar because I trust that you can help me with a situation, whether it be acne or my, you know, falling face or whatever the case may be. (laughs) So I feel like, you know, being a leader doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go out into your community and, you know, you know, volunteer yourself to do all of these things. For me, being a leader means, you know, just being confident in your ability, in your skill set, in, you know, the things that you're doing in your day-to-day life enough to where other people will want to mimic you, will want to ask you questions, and they believe in you. Absolutely. Strong words there, guys. Make sure you're taking notes. <laughs> I told you <laughs> she's going to bring it. Um, one question I have that I always ask at the tail end of our conversation, although we're not quite done, um, how has the entrepreneurial journey itself changed you? How has it changed me? Um, gosh, it's changed me in a lot of ways. I will tell you, it's made me want to be a better leader. It's made me lead differently. You know, um, at early in my business, it was all just about, you know, let me bring you into my business. Let me teach you how to be a good esthetician. Let me t- teach you how to be a good salesperson. Let me teach you how to be a good networker. But now for me, it's let me teach you how to, you know, find some work-life balance. Let me teach you how to, um, you know, mentor others. Let me teach you how to um, take your business to the next level and grow and expand. And so it's made me want to be not only a better person, but a better leader and a better mentor and um, just really provide a lot more value to the people who are not only in my industry, but also, you know, in my practice. Mm -hmm. So here comes the exciting part. What does your practice look like? What do you do? Well, we do everything. We do everything skincare. We do um, botanical and medical aesthetics, and that's what makes us unique. I feel that um, by nature, the skin wants to be at health. So if we can help you get there by using, you know, maybe some kitchen counter beauty. Um, A lot of, you know, back in the day, they used to use things like hibiscus plant to get rid of sunspots. You know, those things still work. It doesn't go away because we now have things like retinol, you know. So if we can help the skin get back to health by mimicking nature as best as we can using botanical products, using natural products, great. CBD is a phenomenal, um, 
um, ingredient in skincare. It's a super antioxidant and we're learning more and more about it every day. So I like to be on the cutting edge of skincare. I like to be ahead of the curve. So we do a lot of CBD skincare. Um, we do natural, botanical, medical grade, single ingredient growth factors and stem cells. So everything all the way from your facial and your skin all the way up to injectables and enhancing your appearance like injecting cheek fillers and lip injections and Botox and fillers and stem cell therapy. Mm. Um, we also do IV nutrition because, you know, oftentimes our skin will tell us what's going on in the body. If we have a lot of breakouts in the chin, there's a hormonal component that we need to get balance. Um, out so we can maybe help with some IV nutrition therapy. If you have a high stress job, I'm going to see that on the forehead. It's going to look like a ton of breakouts. If you detox a lot, that's going to be in the cheek area. So I really wanted to have a practice where I can help you with all of your skincare and aesthetic needs from start to finish, from facials to injectables. Mm -hmm. um, and we do that. We do laser hair removal. We do um, eyelash extensions, permanent cosmetics. One of my passion projects is areola pigmentation. Mm -hmm. So I work with a lot of women who have had mastectomies. A lot of folks don't know that when a woman loses her breast, she also loses her areola and her nipple. So, you know, being able to tap to those on, we do a 3D technique that is very specialized and one of, few of the few in the state where we actually give the illusion of protrusion and it looks like a real breast. So to be able to hand that woman a mirror at the end of her journey and just say, here you go, here's that womanhood back that was taken from you. It's an amazing, amazing feeling. So um, everything medical aesthetics, health and beauty in terms of the skin, it's the largest organ and we can treat it from head to toe. Mm, I love that. And you guys have a beautiful facility to do that into. Well, thank you. Thank you. I love it. I love the neighborhood that we're in there in Prospect. It's a really cool little um, town. It has a neat vibe, lots of live music and, you know, a lot of great um, events happening. It's a really cool place to be. So tell the audience how they can connect with you because we have worldwide listeners. And so some will be local. Some will also um, probably want to reach out to someone that is uh, a powerhouse such as yourself that has gone through maybe some challenges that they're currently going through and could learn from you. How can they find you and connect with you? So you can always visit us on our website at www.jmarieskinstudio.com and it's J-M-A-R-I-E skinstudio.com. Um, you can also look us up at Studio both on Instagram and Facebook, um, as well as Snapchat. So if you're into, you know, Snapchat, you can find us there at Studio as well. Jessica, I want to thank you for coming on the show today and really giving your story, your heart, and your leadership for the audience to get to know who you are. So thank you for coming on today. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for all of the support that you've given, not only myself, but other women in the community. I think that the work that you're doing is tremendous. And I'm just, you know, really in awe of all of the work that you've done. And I'm so grateful for your expertise and your knowledge as well. So thank you. Thank you. Guys, I want to encourage you to listen uh, back to this episode, take some notes from it. Jessica gives some really good guidance on how she's overcome so many things to be where she is today and, and makes her the strong leader that she is, that you also have the capability of being and stepping into. And as always, keep moving forward. Thanks for listening to the Fem Nation podcast. 
If you'd like to continue the conversation, have a no BS place to ask your business questions, and connect with like-minded women entrepreneurs, join the FEM community, our free group on Facebook. And don't forget to check out the next 21-day challenge at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Let's crack the door to what's possible when you begin leading yourself first. If you love this show, subscribe and share it with a friend. If this episode impacted you, it would mean the world to me if you left a review so others know what's possible by listening. I'm already looking forward to the next episode with you.